Welcome to the Value Added Podcast. My name is Jared. And my name is Bill. So glad you joined us and dive right into our very first podcast session. So what we want to talk about is at first is why should you listen to us? Who are we? And what is leadership really? So we're going to start with that. What is leadership? Wonderful. Why don't you answer that question, uh, how we were discussing earlier ago. So John Maxwell, one of my favorite authors on leadership, defines leadership as influence, nothing more mm. and nothing less. And that is a definition that really rings true in my many years of experience as a leader. Mm -hmm. I have not found it to not be true. Yeah. Too. And, and why, why, why are we calling it value on plot pets then? Kind of tie that in. Yeah. So it, it's a common phrase in leadership. You know, one of our goals as leaders is to add value to people, to you. Absolutely. So it, that's what we want to do with this podcast. We want you to walk away with an opportunity to grow wherever you are in your leadership journey. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And I would, I would add to where yeah. we're gearing kind of towards uh, a blue collar, if you will, type leadership as well. We're not just trying to target CEOs and, uh, you know, kind of a millionaire club, if you will. Not that we have anything against them. We're hoping that they too will benefit. Um, but we're, we are kind of on uh, boost to the ground, if you will. Yeah. Middle management. Uh, I come from the pastoral uh, ministries as you'll hear as well. So can you speak to that maybe? Yeah, I, I think Maxwell has a great approach to growing leaders for their organization. He talks about going in and targeting the top 5% of the leaders in the organization mm -hmm. and having a trickle down effect. But if you know that game where you whisper something in someone's ear and you Go around the telephone, circle, yeah, it telephone, changes. Yeah. yeah, telephone, it changes as you go around the circle. Yeah. And I don't think things trickle down far enough. Um, and you'll hear from my experience, I too have ministry experience. But for the last 24 years, I've been in the tech world. So it, in both areas, the trickle down effect, I haven't observing it, reaching it all the way down to frontline leaders. So we want to have sort of the ground up. So if you are foreman, with a crew, if you're a, you know, the nurse in charge of your floor, if you're a dentist office, doctor office worker, you're in charge of the office. If you have, you know, a nonprofit and you have a bunch of volunteers you're working with, mm -hmm. you know, whatever it may be, we want to add value to you. Yeah. I have a good friend in the janitorial services. He runs a, he runs a small crew. And so his, he's, he's got some leadership experiences while in there. So, and, and many frontline leaders that my place of employment are excited about hearing this podcast and what we have to say about it. And we're hoping you are too. So we really do want to add value to you. Yeah. It's been kind of a long journey for Bill and I, uh, you know, talking through, could this actually happen? Could we do a podcast on it? And we'll talk a little bit about that, but, um, talk a bit about just kind of our passion for that developing frontline leaders in, you know, you, you share a little bit about adding value and wanting to share, you know, what we've learned in our combined 60 years of leadership experience. Do you have any notes on anything to say about that? No, I just think that, you know, and we'll talk about this in a moment, you know, the greatest joy I find is helping other leaders grow. And we both have experience in that area. We both coached and mentored up and coming leaders. Right. And being the audience is one of the greatest joys I can experience in watching leaders like yourself grow and become better in your roles as leaders. Which actually leads us to, you know, this first question we really wanted to answer on each other, yeah. which was, you know, who had the most influence on us? Yeah. Who is it that, you know, yeah. really influenced us as, you know, as men, but also uh, 
readers as well. So, who, are the, who are the readers in our lives, I guess, would be the, the question. Do you want to take that one first? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, for me, I, I come from, and I'll share my story but in a minute, but I, I do come from a homeschooled family, you know, small town New England. I grew up in church, mm -hmm. as you know. Um, so the first person that comes to my mind is my dad. Uh, not just because he's my dad, but he was also uh, my coach uh, for Little League, you know, when I was a little tyke. And he was also um, my youth group pastor. So that in my story I'm here, that's kind of where I was given leadership experience uh, first and kind of really began to learn, you know, the servant aspect of leadership. Um, so my dad would probably be the first one for me um, and one of the biggest influences to this day. Uh, as well. So, and there, there are numbers, there's probably a count them on one hand as the ones that have been really influential yourself included, Bill, of course, Thank but, you. but, uh, my dad would be kind of the one that I think in the past and to this day, uh, you know, so that would be for me. What about for you? You know, that's relatively easy question for me to answer because as a young man, a teenager, I had a gentleman in my life who worked with youth in a volunteer capacity and. He was in a junior high youth group that I was attending. He was the leader of it. And then when I moved up to senior high, he also changed and came up and started leading the senior high group. And then when I went off to college, he ended up being nearby and, and starting working with yeah. colleges in our local church. And I started attending and he was just my spiritual mentor and personal mentor. And he grew me uh, personally, professionally, emotionally. Um, but I also have to call out my own dad. Uh, my actual father was a big oh, yeah. influence, had a lot of Midwestern wisdom that he really imparted to my sister and I. Um, but of course, both you and I, we've also had experience secondhand with books. Yes. We, yeah. Oh, we, for sure. We've read a lot of books and though we haven't met the authors, what we've learned and intentionally applied mm -hmm. from those books mm -hmm. uh, has really driven us forward. And I, you know, I've been part of leadership book clubs and in, in places of work. And often the conversation revolves around, yeah, I did that. Yes. I did that. Yeah. I did like that. I, yeah. That. So they, they, we read the book and we find where the book had fit in our life mm -hmm. in history. What we don't do is look at the book, look at the opportunities, take notes and become intentional in planning and making changes going forward, coming back to the book club next week and say, this is the change I made so far. This is how it's going. Yeah. This is the lessons I've learned. And that's kind of the direction, Jared, now I want to yes. take, take with you. So at the end of each of our videos, we're going to give you some ideas and maybe even a challenge to help you grow as a leader. And maybe yeah. some examples as well. I mean, kind of the, uh, where Bill's going with this whole idea of learning something, applying it, and then growing as a leader. Uh, Maxwell talks a lot about, you know, developing a personal growth plan as well. That's something that we've adopted. And we'll talk about that. We'll share some of the, the things that we have done in that arena as well for personal growth. Yeah, we both recently have come up with personal growth plans. So yeah, we're taking no, action on it. For sure. Yeah. So, so Bill, walk us through... Um, your kind of beginning leadership experiences and kind of how you come to be where you are now. Ooh. So it's kind of a journey. Here. Yeah, it, it is. It's, you know, a journey that's 35 years old. And <laughs> so, um, that's not that old. Well, well, thank you. Appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> so back when I was involved as a teenager in the youth group of my church, it was at a time where youth group 
was run in a way they were officers, kind of like a, in a volunteer club, you'd have a president, a vice president, a treasurer, and a secretary. Mm -hmm. And I, one of my first roles as a leader was being a president of that youth group. Um, okay. So, and from there, you know, in high school, a yearbook editor, I was a landscaper foreman, uh, working summers in college. At college, I was overseeing the computer you know, before we all had our own computers. Yeah. yeah. Where there was a lab students could go to, to use the computer, type their papers and stuff, oversaw the computer lab. They're going to an encyclopedia for information. Yeah. It just shows you how old I am yeah. too. And so, um. And at college, there was an all student run fire department at my school. Only one of two in the country at that time. Mm. And I started out as a firefighter and I went from a firefighter, became an EMT. I became an engineer, uh, drove our fire truck, then moved to captain. And eventually I was the chief for a short time as well. And then from there, I'm youth pastor, had mm. 11 years of youth ministry experience. A couple of those were full time. And then from there, I moved back into the corporate world and for the last 24 years have been there yeah. in a variety of roles, but most of them in leadership roles. I've managed employees. I've managed managers. Um, what's been, what's been, you forget to interrupt, what's been yeah. your favorite in, I know you haven't got to where you are now. Yeah. Do that for sure. But what's been your favorite experience, leadership experience of leading other people so far? I mean, we talk about having influence. That's a lot of influence in just that amount of time. Yeah. So my favorite is, is being the audience. I like to coach and mentor leaders. I love it. It is a passion of mine. And I currently do that at my current workplace. Um, in fact, I just came out of a week last week of teaching leadership yeah, for the week not... to, um, 20 something students in my class, which was one out of five classes. We had 120 people mm -hmm. going through our leadership program at work. So, and that was just a joy to have those conversations, watch the aha moments and, oh, I could try this and go here and apply yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. That, that is, I mean, that puts a fire in my belly, just to be honest. That and you get to do team. that almost on a daily basis in smaller I, groups. And I do. Group. Yeah. Yeah. We have a, yeah. we have a leadership book club. Um, we have one-on-one -on -one mentoring. Um, I often have an assignment where I mentor an up and coming leader for sometimes a week, sometimes a month, sometimes three months. Um, and they rotate in and out. So I get a lot of opportunity to touch a lot of lives as I go along. Absolutely, yeah. So yeah. What about, what about you? Yeah. So, um, for me, as I mentioned, I grew up in small town, New England, um, kind of a scenario. A home uh, was very much raised in the church. And so the church for me is where I had my first leadership experience uh, coming into youth group, um, you know, probably 12, 13 years of age. Uh, by the time I hit 14, I was on the worship youth band, if you will. That gave me a lot of responsibility as well. A couple of friends, we did that together. And from there, being homeschooled, I had a work study program with a local camp. So I was able to do my school in the morning till around lunchtime, have some lunch. And then my parents had partnered with the camp ministry right in the town that I grew up in. And so my brother and I, he's a year and a half, two years older than me, we would go up talking 13, 14, 15 years of age. And we began our journey at the camp there on the maintenance crew. And so my brother and I would work all year round and then volunteer on the weekends because they, they often had programs on the weekends. 
And my brother and I would work uh, Monday through Friday and volunteer weekends. We had maintenance experience. And then from there, we learned kitchen experience. And we very quickly found ourselves in positions of influence over other people. Um, it was one of those roles where we would have work crews come in and then our boss would say, okay, guys, you're running the crew. So we would have to, you know, prep and get things ready and then actually lead these crews. So having that experience young, I think helped you to grow up, I think quicker, but it also (laughs) gave you that, you know, that influence over other people. You had to be sensitive and you had to learn social skills, make social skills. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where it all started for me was, was the youth church arena, then spilling into ministry at camp. I became part of the worship team there as well. Um, ended up traveling around New England with a friend of mine and our, you know, our worship band to other churches and just a lot of leadership in the church and camp ministry experience. And then from there, I graduated high school and went into the construction field. I framed uh, commercially and framed residentially. And, you know, after a few years of that really began to be part of the team within the team, if you will. Uh, If you're familiar with construction, you'll know that there's kind of a a core group of guys and then you'll have like your summer crew come in and then your summer crew leaves and go back to college and go back to high school, whatever they're doing. And so we began to, a couple of guys and I began to have leadership roles within our small New England construction crew and traveling around New England and working and being responsible for uh, the job and what was happening. I mean, having to work with people with different worldviews than mine, um, different attitudes, different work abilities, skills, ethnicities, race, I mean, the whole nine yards. And that gave me a lot of uh, experience for also influence on good group of different types of people. From there, I went into ministry full-time I've uh, been doing ministry full-time for 15 years. I was obviously part-time before that and volunteer before that. Um, so for me, it's about 25 years or so, I guess, of leadership experience, if you will. Um, and in the current role now, I've served on two different churches, uh, associate pastor of both of them, started as a youth pastor years ago. Uh, and so, you know, from from there, it's been just a whirlwind of everything from counseling, kind of spiritual guidance type counseling to running programs, volunteer crews. I mean, you name it. Developing your, your, your volunteer. Yeah. Years. And my favorite right now we'll talk about, I think in a bit is I get to sit with other leaders who are, you know, sit under me, if you will. Um, and I get to coach and develop leaders very much on a one-on-one basis and in a small group team. And that's been kind of what really excites me is seeing other people's abilities and then helping them recognize those abilities and pulling them out of them. And you're watching them kind of blossom and flourish in a role that they kind of wanted, but never in a million years would they have expected I could have this much influence on someone else. You know, that's a common ground I've noticed over the years is that people don't realize how much potential they really have and what they can grow into. And we hoping to peel back those curtains for you a little bit so you too can see wow, maybe I can do more than I really am. Maybe I can grow a little further than where I'm at. Yeah. And we want to take you on that journey. Absolutely. So we hope you uh, stick around. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Leadership is nothing more than influence. And I can almost guarantee you, you have it for someone in your life. And 
Yeah. That's kind of the exciting part of this. Whole a journey. story about that, you know, I'll be sitting in my living room watching the show, maybe a Marvel movie. And a couple of days later, I'll, I'll catch my daughter watching the same movie mm-hmm. and vice versa. Right. So everybody has some level of influence. It's just a matter. Do you realize who's watching you, mm-hmm. you know, and are you being intentional and leveraging that influence for a positive change in their lives? So it, yeah. We just don't realize who's watching and what influence we have. Absolutely. And we all have that power. Yeah. We all have that ability. It's there. Yeah. So if you're living and you actually get out in the world and interact with other guys, yeah. even your friends. Absolutely. They are watching. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like, too, we should uh, time out. We should do a disclosure, a, a, a quick little commercial. This isn't a, a churchy religious podcast by any means. It'll leak through. Uh, you know, because of our faith and our journeys and, and who we are as people and our belief systems. So it will leak through. You'll hear it. Please, if you're tuning in, you're not religious. Just know we're not going to be shoving faith down. <laughs> not our you attention. Know, yeah. That's not our, that's not our desire for this podcast. But so Bill, as we kind of, kind of you know, wrap up this first session here, um, you're talking about connecting and, and encouraging, right? Right. That's kind of what we're hoping to do for you guys is right. to connect with you. I encourage you. We want you to know, you know, you're not alone. If you're realizing already, man, I do have influence on people and you know, wow, they're watching what I do as Bill was talking about. You're not alone in that. So talk a little bit about that, Bill, for me. So yeah, let's just say, again, I'm going to reiterate, you don't realize who's watching. Think about where you go and how you interact. Do you work from home? Do you engage with people online? Do you go into an office? Do you say hi to someone at the bank, a bank teller or someone? Something as simple as that passing, who's in your circle of influence, as we like to say, just people you interact with, you know, and just realizing the power you have to add value yourselves to someone else, right? I recently met with your dad for breakfast. Yeah, you did, you did. And he commented a couple of times on my impact in listening to me do some public speaking mm-hmm. and that he was just complimentary. And just that simple compliment was like, oh, wow, I, I am good at that. I always have self-doubt when I speak. Was I, am I any good? Did I make any sense? And just having that little comment, just think of how many comments you can add to somebody in passing, mm-hmm. you know? Um, Hey, you did that really well. We were in a meeting the other night and some questions were going back and forth, some tough questions yeah, and really tough questions. And I shared with one of our participants how, what, Hey, he did an awesome job asking those questions. You positioned them just well. They were open. They were welcoming. They were sure. great discernment and great moment. discernment. How, so just little comments like that, that can extend your influence, right? And we're here to help you level up your influence, right? right? We're going to have many topics to talk about. We're going to share a lot of experiences. And by the way, I should kind of tell a little bit, how did this come about? Right, right. Absolutely. So the past five years, Jared, has uh, it been that long? It's been five I years. I guess, yeah. yeah. Uh, we've been meeting on a weekly basis and we've been sharing life, talking about family, kids, things at our church and leadership. Yeah. And many times we walked away from, and if you've commented have, yeah. that, Hey, that should have been a podcast. What we just, that was you know, good stuff, you know, and we didn't take any notes. It was just a natural 
conversation. Natural being real life. I mean, real I, life. I've come to sit on your porch. You've come to sit in my living room with like, man, today kind of sucked. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. You know, both kinds of things. And through that uh, relationship and just those talks that we had, you know, we realized even the influence we have on each other. Uh, and so that was something that we really was a, was a beautiful, natural thing that occurred between the two of us. And this yeah. man has been a huge encouragement in my life oh, in the last five years. It goes it forth both it ways. It but does. It does. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a two-way street. And I'll just share one quick story and that whole idea of influencing other people. I remember years ago, um, I was driving through the old center of the town, you know, that I live in. And there was a, a, a an elderly lady with a shovel. And she was digging into the snowbank that was probably about as high as she was. At the bottom of her driveway, her driveway was already you know, plowed. We had a lot of snow up here. It was already plowed. I'm thinking, what is this poor elderly lady doing? So I pulled over and I walked over and I asked him, can you mean, can I help you? And, and she says, yes, I'm supposed to expose my fire hydrant. And so I said, oh no, like, do you know kind of where about it is? Because I think I'm in the right location. And thank the Lord she was because I started shoveling and I found it for and I opened it. But just that one act of service, if you will, which is something we'll talk about as leaders we serve, but table that for now but just that one act of being with somebody in real life situation i found myself back at her house for for tea and muffins probably two or three times she knit me this little you know pot holder thing and it just blossomed into a friendship for a season and so even people older people younger there's so much opportunity Agree with you. We, we don't connect that with, with leadership leadership do we, we no, just think we that's a generous act of service but that's really what leadership is. Right. Exactly right. So hope that gives you a really good idea and a flair for kind of where we're going uh, with this podcast. And again, thank you so much for being here. We want to do give you, as we wrap up, two, two things we really want you to do. So Bill, give us the, give us the take note of the leadership. So, you know, as I said, we're going to challenge you and we're going to offer some, you know, opportunities for you to think about and grow how to focus what we've talked about in the podcast, what to do with it when, when you walk away after listening, what was the value added to you? So this being our first episode and kind of introducing ourselves to you, we thought a good way to start would be for you to go back and think about leadership opportunities, experiences that you've had and think through and write down the lessons that you've learned in your leadership experiences go through each experience what was the biggest takeaway maybe it was so, from a mistake maybe it was from a great win that you you kind of fell into it was a wonderful experience write those down and think through them because we're going to be taking you on a journey to reevaluate those but also take you on a journey to start planning for the future what you can do going forward so we invite you to tune in again next time we're going to talk about what is the greatest challenge in leadership the greatest challenge in leadership. Absolutely. So again, tune in again. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Take care.